Blog Talk Radio. Yet our best trained, best educated, best equipped, best prepared troops refuse to fight. Matter of fact, it's safe to say that they would rather switch than fight. Welcome to another broadcast night right here on the Soul of America Radio. Tonight, you're listening to the Tony Stalling Show. The Tony Stalling Show is brought to you by Blog Talk Radio, hosted and produced by the Soul of America Radio. Comments heard on tonight's broadcast do not necessarily reflect the views of Blog Talk Radio, the Soul of America Radio, or its host. And now, get ready for an exciting blockbuster fight the power episode of Tony Stallings. Right here, right now. And now, the man himself, Tony Stallings. Fight the power! Fight the power! Fight the power! Fight the power! 
Nothing but rednecks for 400 years if you text Don't worry, the app was a number one jam Damn if I said you could slap me right here Get it, let's get this party started right Right on, come on What we got to say Power to the people, no delay Make everybody free In order to fight the power that be I did not advertise this show, so I don't know where you guys heard from the show at. Um, I see a couple of area codes beginning to show up. Welcome. Uh, I welcome the ones that's here, 334-404-684-225 and 860-386-989-430, wherever you are, 402 and it's a couple of more. Welcome and keep calling your friends. Tell them that we on tonight. And tonight, let me bring everybody else in. I'm gonna let I'm gonna let I'm gonna I'm gonna bring on Cam, and then she's gonna bring on everybody else if she ain't on already. Let me think. Let me see. I'm pushing buttons, but nothing's happening. Hey everyone, okay, wait. this is Cam Malcolm. I mean, can you? Hear, okay, you, you there? I'm here, Tony. This is Cam. I am all the way from Selma, Alabama. And we have none other than Malika Holloway, all the way from Huntsville, Alabama. Malika, are you there? Hello, 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 everybody. Yes, I'm here. You in Huntsville? Really? I am. I thought you were in Atlanta. You talk like you're from Atlanta. I am. <laughs> I am. But I'm in Huntsville right now. 
Oh, well, well, well. She's from Atlanta. She's a, re- a recent graduate from Alabama and him. Go Bulldogs. <laughs> I'm gonna take that because cause, cause, cause she all right with me. Oh. I went to Alabama, I went to Alabama State, but I love you. Uh. <laughs> oh, I forgot. I forgot. I forgot. Can, 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 can we all just get along? <laughs> we can. <laughs> oh man. Well, yeah, you're welcome. I, I just had to. Hey, everybody else from Alabama State, she cool. So don't call up here with no crap. You're gonna get cut off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, and my boy, if you out there, the one that called in and said he, they killed him because he'll please call back tonight, it's 323-784-9. I promise I will not hang you up this time. I swear for, I promise, if you call back, I'm, I'm not lying, I will not hang up. You can say the N-word. I want to ask you a serious question. So call back if you are the, the you are, we are assuming you were right, that called in and said they killed him because he was a filthy, and I cussed you off before you said nigga. Call back. Call back. Okay. Now, I, 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 now, I, I didn't say that. That's no, what I want to say. I really want to talk to him. See, that's the problem. Uh, that's the problem, y'all. Nobody just sat down and talked to this guy. And we need to talk to him, get to the bottom of this. John Wayne would have done Right. We want to. You're right, Tony. We want to under- we want to understand how can he say that he was filthy and he didn't even know us. I know. I want to talk to the guy. Ain't nothing wrong with that. That's so, right. That's right. So we're gonna hop right in and, it because. Huh, go ahead. Go ahead. So, so, you're right, Tony. And, and, uh, and, and for the Christian crowd, what would Jesus do? That's right. That's right. Well, I thought the day was for Joel Osteen. I didn't know it was for Jesus. So the day was for Jesus. He wasn't for Joel Osteen. <laughs> You know what, Tommy Thompson? <laughs> y'all, y'all acting bad. Y'all acting bad. Malika, you in you in Huntsville? So before we get into this thing, what's going on in Huntsville tonight? They pulled up the sidewalks yet, or what? Right. <laughs> in Huntsville, absolutely nothing is going on. And I was just talking to one of my friends about it because she's actually in um she's in uh, Maryland, I think. And there's nothing going on. I think. Probably, I think September the eighth, which is nowhere near today. They're planning like a a peace rally downtown, but like I said, everything is going on right now, and no yeah. one's saying too much of anything right now. It's silent in Huntsville. Let it's me ask you silent. something, since, since you, because I think I think Cam sort of talked about it last week with uh with Selma. Uh, what's the mood like about? Have you heard any conversation there? And and the reason I'm asking is because the the, the climate is a bit different from different people, and I'm going to get into that later, but have you had, heard any talk there about how people feel about what's been going on in Ferguson? The the only talk I've heard of has actually been um, from my pastor here that's here locally. He, of course, he just mm-hmm. says to pray for the city. It's, it's foolishness going on, but pray for everybody all over the country. And another one of my friends that has um, relatives in St. Louis. Like, other than that, you know, going to stores or gas stations, not hearing too much of anything. Um, at work last night at our uh, bar section, we were playing. It was mo- mainly um, like Caucasian people sitting at the bar, and the bartender is a black woman, and she was playing all the feeds from CNN. So they were discussing it at that time. Um, and I caught a little bit of it. They were just saying, oh, it's just crazy, it's just crazy. But no, nobody was really talking about the issue that was going on. They were kind of talking around it just, you know, because, like I said, they were, they were white and she was black, so. It, yeah. People are they're avoiding the issue, really. Well, I'm sure if she was 
if it was her establishment and they were paying money, I'm sure she said a lot of, you're right. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> right. You want a drink? You're right. You want a scotch or what? <laughs> so, right. but, but I understand. Yeah, I, I think, and the reason I brought that up is because later I'm going to get into this, and I think I, I talked with you all about it in the green room, and, and Malika ate up all the cheese back there, drank up all the wine. But anyway. But anyway, I I I just I have I have discovered over the last 24 hours from CNN and from some people I talked to here that it it's it's I don't care what nobody says it's racially divided and just like it was with Trayvon. But I mean I I I can't for the life of me see why everybody's looking around this big elephant in the living room. And that was, Malika, what we talked about last week, and you was on here last week. Check this out now. I mean, really, let's be honest. If, if, if it, it, the, the statistics, according to the, uh, uh, the Children's Bureau, what was it? What was that? I'm, I like to quote my sources. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get the source in a minute. Oh, the Children's Defense Fund uh, on that site. They said that between the, time, between the time that Trayvon Martin was shot and killed, and the time the guilty verdict came in against uh, the, the the not guilty verdict came in against uh, George Zimmerman, there were eleven thousand black males killed, killed by other people of color. But we don't care about that. We just want to know why this man shot him. And it's like it's almost like they said when well, a black male just got shot, and they go, "Who was it? Tell me the person that shot him. Was it a cop? No. Was it a white person? No." Well, who was it? Another, another black team. We don't care. Right. I mean, we don't. And Cam and I, but, last week, we tried to tell person after person after person after person that called, including that gentleman from St. Louis. He said, he said, I only. He said, it's it's the police. They're the problem. Okay. Well, he got mad because the police shot him, Malika. This person got mad because a white person shot him. We saying they dying all over. You know what I'm saying? Am I making sense with that? Yes, you are. You are. You're making a lot of sense, you know. Um, and people, like like Malika was saying earlier, the people sitting at the bar, that's what I'm finding because when I was in the nail shop and um, they had it on the Fox 5 News in Atlanta, and we're in Selma, but, of course, they're from Atlanta. They had it on Fox 5, and it was probably about maybe eight black people in there and probably maybe six or seven white people. And they, these white people, they literally stopped breathing because yep. the black people, they were going off talking about, you know, they killed this boy in, in cold blood, you know, and I'm, I'm just sitting there listening. And, I'm, I mean, I literally was looking at the white people in their eyes, and I was praying, you know, like, Please don't even look like y'all want to say anything because these okay. young folks look like they will beat. The, I mean, stump y'all until y'all stop breathing, you know. And, but the, the, what what I'm what I'm seeing, even from the news, and I think Justin Perkett, he he said it so good today. Everybody is going around the issue now because all they're showing is us destroying the neighborhood, us tearing up businesses and all of this stuff, they're not talking about, they're not showing the things, the facts, that the autopsy is out. They're not showing the the, the, the facts 
that, and I wish Angela would, I, I hope she comes on because she's good at researching, but I, I hope, and, and, and Tony, did you, well, we'll get into that later, I won't even ask you now, but the autopsy report, and then everybody that I noticed on Tony's page, they keep talking about, well, he was killed in blood, he was killed in blood, but not one person read the autopsy report. I'm like, are y'all reading the autopsy report? Are you reading the facts? The news, number one, is twisted. Everything on the news that you see is not true. Everything that they report is not true. Some of the reporters, they say what they want to say, and they say how they want to say it. Now, they're not showing that it it is some people of other races and ethnic groups out there okay, that believe what some of y'all and what some of us believe, because all of us believe differently, okay? We don't just believe that, okay, this man, or he's just a, a whatever, whatever the case may be. Yes, there's a young man dead. That's the bottom line. There is a young black man that died, and we want to know, and the only person that really can answer that is him, and he's dead. What happened? Because it's obvious that this maniac and this lunatic who was his friend who jumped in front of a camera who needs to get a lawyer and tell him to sit down and keep his mouth closed because everything that he's saying is coming back as a lie. And hopefully he'll get somewhere and sit down because they're saying on CNN that he's going to be arrested. They're going to bring charges against him from stealing them uh Whatever those those cigars. Whistle sweets, yeah. Yeah, whistle sweet Dorian. Yeah, I don't know. So, I don't know what they do. I don't, I don't know nothing about that. But yeah. No, you don't know nothing about that, Tony. You too old. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Where's that red? You know, Where's that X at? Where's that X? <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? You know, anytime they call you Miss and Miss, you know you you old. So they yeah, call yeah, up. They call me Miss Cam. They call me Miss Cam. You right? We done got old. But my point, Tony, is this. Let's get to the issues. You know, I'm tired of seeing them tearing up the neighborhoods, but let's get to the real issues. The autopsy report is out. Let's break that down. Let's let's talk about that. That's what I want to talk about. I want to talk about the autopsy report. I want to talk about the, the other thing that came out on Facebook, Tony, that you and I were talking about and I was heated about today. I want to talk about those issues. Right, right. And, um, we're going to take calls. I got some people wanting to come on. Um, I don't know. I hope this is that guy that, 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 guy that said the N-word. I, I really do. What, what we're going to do is I'm going to screen it first, though, before I take it. <laughs> we're going to start. We're going to take calls. We, I really, I, Honestly, y'all, I, don't, I really didn't want to do calls tonight. I, I really just wanted to uh, all, all of us just kind of run through things. But I'm going to take some calls. I'm going to do a quick break because I'm going to screen this call, and then we're going to get back. i got to say something before we do it that I've been wanting to say, and then um, we're going to take some calls. i I got a couple of people trying to get on and get in. And, and um, if um, I don't know if, if if Angela has called in. we got several numbers from 334. But, uh, Angela, if you're listening uh, from Selma and, and you want to say something, press 1, and that's going to put you in the caller's queue. And uh, don't worry, I'm, uh, Cam ain't, ain't mad or nothing. She just wants you to help her out with some statistics. <laughs> so as long as you can see her on Facebook, she ain't mad at you. Other than that, you are deleted. Ain't that right, Cam? <laughs> ain't that how it go? Yeah. We're going to be back in just a minute. Hang tight. And we're coming right back. I got something I really want to lay on y'all. We got Malika in the hizzy. We got Cam in the hizzy. And don't y'all go to the movie. We're going to be right back. 
just a few. The one and only Soul. If you want to stay connected to the Soul of America Radio, download our free, yes, free mobile app. Go to any store on your smartphone that sells you apps, and you'll get it free, absolutely 100% free. Matter of fact, not only is it free, but it don't cost anything. Check us out. Keep listening to the Soul of America Radio. You're listening to Tony Stalin on Soul. If you're listening via internet and you want to speak to the host, please dial 323-784-9638 and press 1 to be connected to the host. This is the Soul of America Radio. Welcome back to the Soul of America Radio. You got Malika. You got. Would you? Would you? Okay, thank you. I got somebody working my board for me tonight. Would you uh, welcome Malika and welcome Cam? And uh, we're back. And uh, you were late. <laughs> and uh, welcome back. Uh, but um, we were talking about we tonight. We're talking about the killing in Ferguson. And before we went to break. Um, we were sharing about what we kind of wanted to, which direction we wanted to go in tonight. And so um, I guess what we're going to do is uh, we're going to take a call. I, I've screened the calls. My, my, my buddy ain't called back, Cam. I'm, I don't know what's up with that. I guess he's mad for me hanging up on him. But but uh, 323-784-9638, if you're holding and you want to say something, press 1. I see you, area code 334, ending in 50. I believe that's, that's Angela. I'm going to get to her in just a minute. I got one call I'm finna get now, a brother named Sean that wants to, wants to tell us what we really need to be focusing on right now. And we are... We have about Sean. You there, my man? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, uh, welcome to the show, man. What's on your mind? All right. Well, the first thing is everyone's got to keep the focus away from black and white colors. It's all about right and wrong. And the questions that we have to ask aren't who's right and who's wrong. It's the evidence we need to prove who's right and who's wrong. We need the evidence. Fingerprints from the gun holster. You know what I'm saying? We need things like that. We need dash cam video. 
If a shot was fired while they were struggling inside of the car, where's the evidence from inside of the car? You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. Things like that. We need to ask questions as to why are there rioters out there, but they're not even from Ferguson. Everyone from Ferguson are pointing them out, putting them on Twitter. They're saying that these people came here just to inside a riot. They're they're bringing Molotov cocktails in bottles that they don't even sell in the city. In that area, they don't sell that type of drink, but they're in those type of bottles. You know, it's all on Instagram, all on Twitter. You can see it all happening from the people that lived there, grew up there. They're telling you. But we have to ask the right questions before we go out there and do something crazy. Because we don't need to do that. We just need to keep doing what they're doing. Just march, protest, say something about it. Express our feelings. We don't need to go looting. We don't need to go hurting people. We just need right. people to listen. Based on what you... you oh, go, go ahead, Cam. Go ahead. Sean, let me ask you this. Okay, you, you brought out a very good point. You said... Uh, the video, the video cam from the um, from the police car. I have, I, I didn't even think about that. But let me ask you this: in the autopsy report, it stated that uh, Doran, his friend, said as they were walking down the street, um, the police officer Wilson told them to get out of the street. When he told them to get out of the street, obviously Mike Brown said something back, and the police officer put the car in reverse. When he put the car in reverse, the, he opened the door, and the door hit Mike Brown. Do you believe, and I'm asking this question, do you believe, and then he said a scuffle broke out, and he ran, speaking of, of, of Johnson. Do you believe that, not justifying him shooting him, do you believe because of the scuffle that Mike Brown beat the hell out of him and then Johnson then said, he told him, I'm going to shoot your ass. He shot him because he beat him. He beat him up. Well, here's the thing, though. There's a lot of video from post-shooting that shows, you know, Officer Wilson walking around like everything's cool. If if anybody has an orbital fracture multiple around their eye, they're going to be sitting down holding their eye. That's that's really bad. That means someone hit you hard. And where are the pictures from that? Where are the pictures of his eye being hurt? Where's the where's the evidence from that? Where are the evidence markers with the shell casings? Why are they all by the car? Why are they not by the car? Nobody even knows the answer to that because they haven't seen that. There's no real clear picture for everyone to see, which there should be. It's a lot of fog in it, and we don't, we don't want that. We want the truth. That's why people are marching. That's why people are protesting, because there's a lot of those questions. There's so many stories that happen on it. There's some saying that he scuffled, and some saying that he just ran. Some people are saying that he didn't do anything at all. There's so many stories. It's, there's right. nothing you can't believe. You got to go based on, you know, the facts, the evidence, because there's a lady that called in on CNN, it was the officer's friend, and she wasn't even there trying to tell what happened. So it's, it's not, it doesn't feel right. It's fishy. I mean, she wasn't even there. Why is she even on the news? Right, not but you know, at, at the same time, at the same time, that that's just all, the focus has been taken off the fact that Mike Brown isn't alive anymore. Now the right. focus is on he said, she said, he shot, he hit, he cussed. There's riots going on, other people getting killed. So it's like at this point, the whole case 
it's, it's just fading away, just like the Trayvon Martin thing did, because nobody cares about exactly. the lifestyle. Exactly. And, there's, and there's one more point. Okay. There's one more point, one one more serious point that everyone's really ignored that'll solve this whole thing. Just go talk to the store owner. That's all you have to do. That can really put us in a smart position as to how we can really react. Because if he really did go in there and rob him, why isn't the store owner on the news shunning him? Do you know what I'm saying? Because the video could be anything. That could be a personal altercation between them. That doesn't mean that he went in there and stole them. Well, that's true. Yeah, it's a yeah. right. You're right. Yeah. But I, I mean, because that's kind of, that's kind of fishy. It's like you you put something on the counter and you're the clerk of a store. I'm I, I go and buy cigarettes like every other day. They don't put them on the counter until I buy them. I'm talking with money in hand. I give them the money. They don't give it to me. And I live in a bad area. So that if that so-called area where gang violence is high and all that, and it's a liquor store, pretty sure that the owner's not going to be that stupid just to let somebody take something and then try to fight him knowing he's like a foot or two shorter than him. Wow, you were saying that the Well, you no, know, what I was saying, is, which I, I, I agree with the gentleman that's speaking as well, but what I was saying is that the video footage of the store came out later, you know, after he was dead, after everybody kind of just lost their minds and ran with it. So I feel like at the point that Mike Brown was killed, it had nothing to do with what happened in the store. They're using what happened in the store to just say, oh, he must have did something to make the police just haul off and shoot him. Right. And according to them, the police officer, when he stopped him, he didn't even know that he robbed the store. The, right. the video was used as a detour for the people to take their mind off of that he was that he was even killed. The video was used to say this is a thug black young man, and you're saying, okay, he was shot by a, a, a police officer? He was a thug. He was nobody. He was a thief. He, he, he's a 300-pound, six-foot, three or six-foot-four guy who manhandled somebody five feet tall. And y'all saying that he shouldn't have been killed? That's why the video was used. Right. Well, yeah, but, if he, uh, but in, in anybody realistic morals, though, it still doesn't warrant someone being shot twice in the face. You know what I'm saying? Four times. You know that's it's 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 wrong. Wow, that's true. Sean, hang out with us and uh and, and keep listening. In. Thank you for the call. And my question about Darren Wilson is, and and I don't know why nobody's really caring. It's like they, they're marching, but why did he shoot? Now the police claim that Wilson initially stopped Brown. You know, and 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 his friend Dorian, uh, because they were walking in the middle of the street, jaywalking pretty much, and so the the police chief, John Belmar, I think, said that a struggle. Now this is the the story that the officer said there was a struggle over the officer's weapon that prompted him to shoot. Okay, but the eyewitnesses said that there were two people, Johnson and and this Tiffany person, said there was no struggle. The autopsy. Report supports the fact that there were no signs of a struggle. So, I, my question is above all this: Why did he shoot him? What happened that made this man shoot him? And there was no struggle, apparent according to the autopsy. Uh, like like uh, Sean said, 
they really need to look at the, the the evidence in the car to see if Brown's DNA was on his gun, to see if Brown's DNA was on on uh, and why if he hit him in the face, why don't they see let, let's see some kind of uh, DNA let's let, let's see the pictures let's give me more than just he shot him. He never said why he shot him. There's nothing anywhere written. Why did he shoot this man? Why? Because, right, and I mean, everybody is saying, oh, he shot him because he's a black man. Something else happened besides that. I'm sorry. Right. And, you know, this is me just going out on a limb. You know, maybe I should have went to law school. I don't know. But I believe, according to, and, and Tony, I read, you know, stop me if I'm wrong, but in the autopsy report, that little friend of his, who I'm not liking every day, said that he hit him with that door. And I'm thinking that once he hit him with the door, maybe he's going to say, no, man, what's up? You know how we are. I mean, if, if even if he didn't disrespect him, everybody's saying that he was a mannerable young man. If he just said, what's up? We know how police officers are. You know, I dated Darrell Malika. You know he's a big black man. Right. If, he, if he hit him with the door and he saw this big black man and he's a police officer, he probably hit him with that door. Uh, Mike Brown maybe said something back to him, and then him being a little bit white man, he went off. Right. But see, we all having to, we're having to, every one of us on this phone, Lika, Cam, and me, we're having to go in our brains and wonder. We're having to guess, and we shouldn't have to do that. It's been over a week now, and where is where is where is Darren Wilson? We just know he's getting paid somewhere, and they done moved him. Why did he shoot the guy? Why was there no uh, report released? You know, it was uh, what they did a preliminary report, uh, a preliminary autopsy that that Tuesday, I think. We never heard from the preliminary. Why? What are they hiding? It, it looks more like to me the police are hiding something, or, or just don't want us to know the information. Then they chose to release this video the day that they released the officer's name. Isn't that strange? That's the only thing they gave us. That video of him robbing. That's it. That's it. And then, Tony, where is, like the young man said, where is that video camp? You know, I mean, if if it was somebody running across the, the, the highway, they would they would have released it. And not only that, the young man did bring out a valid report, uh, I mean, a, a, a valid thing. Why, if, if he stole something, and we said this Sunday night, if he robbed that store, I mean, in Selma, if you rob somebody, the first thing they do on the five o'clock news, as worse as our news station is around here, if they, if they, if you rob somebody, the first thing they're gonna do is they're gonna put it on the news, and they're gonna show your face for old crime stoppers. Exactly. So why, why was his face not on? You know, why was his face not plastered on the news if he picked that little bit of man up and slung him around like a dish towel? Right. Why did it take so long for it to come out? Now, I did tell you something about I saw on Facebook that the owner of the store released a statement. His attorney released a statement saying that um, the Mike Brown situation was not true. How valid that is, I don't know. We're going to need Angela to do a little research on that. She has been appointed our researcher. Let me see who this is. Uh... Hold on a second. We're going to bring, I, I think this, I don't know. Um, welcome to the Soul of Mac Radio, 334, ending in 50. Who is this? <laughs> <laughs> Good 
This is Angela. <laughs> hey, wait, 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 wait. Let me, let me give a clap. Clap, 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 clap. <laughs> Welcome. Uh, Cammy called your name all night, and you finally called in. How you doing tonight? I am doing well. Thank you very much. How's everybody else? <laughs> Great. Did you write down all that stuff Cam said you had to bring to the table? Did you write it down? Oh, my goodness. I'm neighborhood researcher. I love research, as a matter of fact. <laughs> <laughs> I'm cool, Angela. <laughs> I enjoy it a lot. I enjoy it a lot. Um, if we could back up for a second and not, and we don't have to spend a lot of time on it, but I heard a couple of people bring up the um, the store, the, the convenience store, and I think some of us on the phone agree that it's, we're talking about two different things, but um, a lot of people are trying to connect one to the other. Um, Cam is correct. The attorney did release a statement saying that his client uh, did not, first of all, his client did not make a phone call at all to even report the incident, um, according to the attorney. On the video, when you when you look at the video in slow-mo, you'll see uh, the person who's alleged to be Mike Brown. The person put something on the counter. We can assume that it's money. We can assume it's, it's something else. Um, sometimes when store owners, like store owners who are at convenience stores, sometimes they sell to minors. And sometimes it's, sometimes they sell to minors. Let's just put it like that. But the owner did not call, according to his attorney, did not call at all. The owner only gave up the videotape because he was trying to be in compliance, uh, according to his attorney, um, because he wanted no part of it. He did not want to be in the middle of it, according to his attorney. And uh, according to his attorney as well, the owner said something to the effect that um, he was trying to take additional, he was trying to take additional cigarettes. I really don't know what the rest of that means because they kind of, the lady that was interviewing, she kind of lost, uh, they, some static came in the line and they had to get off the line. That's what happened. <laughs> static came in the line and so, of course, they had to cut the man off. Uh, but he was saying something to the effect that um, he was trying to take some additional ones. I don't know if that means he paid for the first stash or whatever, but if you look at the video in slow-mo, something something else is going on concerning the conversation with him and whoever's behind the counter. I don't I don't know what. Uh, we don't know what because we don't have the audio. I'm wondering how they, came about, how they get that video in the first place is what I'm wondering because if the store owner was kind of hush-hush about it, um, right. I'm wondering how they got right. it. Unless Dorian, you know what, I'm thinking maybe Dorian gave it up when they first uh but no, they didn't talk to him for about three or four days. Right, exactly. But um, yeah. Dorian's mouth was Dorian's mouth was like water. But usually, the first time that people say stuff is is more truer than the third and the fourth time. Right. And <laughs> our little Dorian, uh, even though uh, he he embellished some of it. If we remember the first time Dorian was talking, he was saying, oh, we were just minding our own business, and, and, and uh, he hit him with the car door, and uh, they scuffled, and he ran, and he shot him, and he turned around. He put his hands up in the air. He told him he didn't have a gun. Well, he was being, he was being sensational, but we can, pull, we can probably pull some truth out of little Dorian. <laughs> it was yeah, all about the first time. 
the fuck? Hey, Cam, I Cam, keep going. I gotta do. I gotta take care of some technical stuff. Okay, just for about two, three minutes. Keep going. Okay, you know, go ahead. Angela. Time he was talk- that first time he was talking. Uh, Dorian probably was uh, telling some of the, the, you know, and the officer probably told him get the f off the sidewalk. But here's the the thing: it's Dorian at first said the the officer after he said that the officer had to back up to them, which means in my mind, this is my little mind. Now my mind is nothing. If he was backing up, that means the officer kind of must have said get the f off the sidewalk and, and pulled away. And then guess what? We we might have mouthed off and said something to make him back up. And now you know what? Said, <laughs> I, Andrew, I said the same thing because in the report yes. that you sent, that's what it said that he had to. He put the car. Dorian said he put the car in reverse. Yes, yes. In reverse means he had yeah. pulled away from them. That's right. Wow. Yeah. And, and 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 the way I look at that, if he put the car in reverse, that meant you know as he was pulling off, somebody probably had a slick mouth because as I stated, right. my generation these days we, we don't know when to shut up and just be respectful. Right. The policeman right. then decided, okay, so he want to play and he, but you know, backed up, put it into reverse, and and everything is history from there. Right, and then of course, of course, if he had a slick mouth, then the next part is he opened the door and the door hit him. Shot man, that kept kept asking him, what happened? What happened? 
He said, man, for no reason. He was running. One of the tweeters said, was he in a car or was he running? And the guy said, man, he was running. I just told you he was running. <laughs> so that in my mind said running away, and then he turned back around. He said, uh, the first two missed him. I think everybody thinks the first two shots missed Dorian. But Ms. Mitchell said his arm jerked. His arm did a jerk. I think everybody thinks the first two shots might have missed him, but I think one of them probably grazed him. When when that arm jerked, he probably felt something. And, and you know, the body goes into fight or flight. And so he probably became afraid. This big guy probably became afraid and might have turned around. He might have turned around and put his hands in the air and, and, and then surrendered. But if you if if you go back to when they were talked to at first, that's probably when they were telling what they saw for real to the reporters who were already on the scene. So you didn't have time to go home now and pick something up. But well, that's another thing. They didn't have time to do that. That's another thing, and it sounds like sound like you're in downtown Selma talking. Get a little closer. To, but I'm gonna tell you another thing. Another thing that that got me about it was um, how many times did he shoot? And we know uh-huh. that it was. I think it was how many cam cam read that autopsy about ten times. It was. A, I think it was six shots, but he, he was fired hit six more. Times. He was hit six times. Yes. Right, right, right. He was hit six times. Now listen to this. Now. The, the eyewitnesses said that he was shot several times, but at least six mm-hmm. times, right? Mm-hmm. It could mean really 16, uh, it could mean 60. The autopsy, right. I mean, uh, what I'm finding, uh, uh, and, and I'm, I'm, I've been, I was, I was uh, uh, a police officer in Birmingham, what I'm finding odd about this whole thing is if I fire my, my weapon mm-hmm. at a suspect or a person and I kill them, Believe me, I.C. Roper is the police chief here now. He will know that two days later, you ask him how many times did Officer Stalin fire that person, he's going to say he fired eight shots and three hit the victim. When they asked the police chief uh, that that two days later, uh, how many shots did the officer fire, he said, I don't know. He says, uh, and I'm thinking, okay, how can you be the police chief? How can one of your officers kill somebody, and you come right. in on national TV and you say, I don't know how many times he fired, but yet you're supposed to talk to this officer? The first question right. would have been, how, how many why, are missing? Why, why, why wasn't that whole area roped off? Why did they not look for shells and casings like they do for other type cases? Just get out there and look, for, look everywhere. They draw a little white chalk around every case. I mean, every casing. Mm-hmm. Why didn't they test for gun residue from where Darren was firing? Not, uh, yeah, where he was firing, because that would have given them some a uh, little more insight as to the proximity from um, from from Johnson. I don't know why they didn't do. Why didn't they run for DNA? Right. Look, let me tell you what they literally did, or what I can see. And they just they said, okay, you shot him. Dang. Okay. Uh, tell you what, go into the house, have some coffee, be back to work tomorrow. Uh-huh. And if it's too much of, yeah. a, of, a, of a big deal, we're going to put you on some paid leave. But everybody just go and chill out. Uh, they're going to get him in a minute. We gone. If They they had no idea it was going to be this right. disproportionate. Oh, no, 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 no. They never thought that they were going to burn down the city. They, they right. never thought that. Yeah, they never thought that. They never thought in a million years 
that it would turn out to be like this. They, this is what they thought. They thought another black man did. Yep. That's what they thought. Yep, but it hit social media. It messed around and it hit social media is what happened. This thing is a powerful thing. Uh, this this whole social media thing is a whole new way of looking at things. We can look at stuff globally now. And so I think small towns forget that. There's this thing out there called social media, and everybody has a camera. Everybody has a camera. Right, right. <laughs> you stole that from me because what I what I wanted to do <laughs> after the break was talk about that, and and it, and that's true. It changed the game. Uh, uh, the yeah. the, the uh, YouTube and Facebook and having these camcorders on our cell phone changed the game. Yeah. You know, if I'm yeah. out of the pool in Selma. Angela and I'm and I'm a swimmer and I get in the in the in the deep part and I go to drowning. Everybody gonna put out their cell phone. They're not gonna jump in at me. They're gonna they're gonna right. they're gonna hope I drown so they can film me and get my and then they, they can get post it on World Star Hip Hop and say do That's drown. Right. <laughs> you know, <what> I mean? <laughs> nobody can say to do. He just drowned. You know. He just drowned and send it to the high bill. Yeah. Oh no, no, they, no, they're gonna put it on World Star World Star Hip Hop. That's what that's what they're gonna do, and, and they'll be yelling "World Star" in the background. That's what they do. It, but, right. but not the straight, not the straight too far. But that is a that is a valid point. It matters. It really matters because here's why: the day it happened, a couple of, well, it might have been the day that it happened. It happened around noon their time. Later that evening, I don't know if anybody else saw this. I saw a video on, I want to say Facebook, that showed. Him laying that it was the same uh, lady, but he was laying face down, and you could see the blood coming from his right. head. He had just oh, got yeah. shot, and so yeah. I looked at that, and you know it wasn't a big news story then. I thought it was some old footage. I said, why would they put that mess on Facebook? Mm-hmm. Well, when this thing blew up, I went back to Facebook. And she had taken it off. Now I know why, because she freaked when she saw the national attention she was getting. I mean, not she, but it was getting. And she snatched it up. And finally, I guess, got with a lawyer and came back. But I believe, if if I believe, because the first part of it, if any of y'all saw it, he was standing up talking. They were standing up talking to the guy. Then it clicks over to him laying in the street. And I'm like, she got the whole thing. She had to have gotten the whole thing. But now she comes back yeah. and says, no, I didn't get the whole thing. By the time, I, the 20 seconds it took for me to get my camera, they had shot him. I said, wow, that ain't what I saw. Anybody else see that? Right. Did you see them? They were yeah. standing up. It was like the altercation. I've never seen started. that part of, of him. I didn't. The only part I've seen of him alive was in the convenience store, and I, I, I didn't see that part. But I've always wondered what was on the, the, the phone that was confiscated on the scene by one of the police officers. I've always wondered what is on that because you can't tell me somebody, okay, this was an apartment complex, people hang out, it's hot. Somebody videoed this whole thing. Because you're right, because that's what we do, and that's that's that was a question that I was gonna ask. Who has you know who has the video? Because that's what people do when people fight. You know, even with with Eric Garner when he was killed right. and choked to death on that sidewalk, they videoed right. the entire thing, the whole thing. Right. So somebody videoed it. 
somebody videoed it, and I don't know, you know, it could be that rabbit, magic rabbit that the prosecutor has, and maybe they're going to pull it out in the case later. I guess, you know, people don't show everything. I don't know, but I I hope that somebody has it that, that's going to use it um, in, in the name of justice. Well, I, hmm. if it com- if it comes forward, if it, if it happens to yeah. come forward, I will be yeah. shocked. But because I don't, I really don't think, I don't think they're really trying to do nothing in this case. I, I got something I want to pose to y'all, that, especially the people that's marching. Three two three seven eight four nine six three eight. Don't hang up, Angela. You with us now? You stuck. Three two three seven eight four nine six three eight. Give us a call, and we're gonna come back, and I'm gonna pose this question. And I'm going to see if Sean want to come back. He kind of was kind of like he was involved in something. But we're going to be right back and uh, get to the bottom of this. This is the soul of America Radio. Rainy days, beautiful sunsets, overcast skies were made for me and you to soar. Bernadette Stammen, and you know me as Thelma from the TV show Good Times. And I am hanging out with Tony on the soul of American Radio. Hey, I'm Bridget, and I'm fighting the power on the soul of American Radio. If you're listening via internet and you want to speak to the host, please dial 323-784-9638 and press 1 to be connected to the host. This is the soul of America Radio. You're listening to the soul of America Radio. I guess Sean going. I guess Malika, Malika and Sean going. What is that old mess he playing? Yeah, <laughs> now, wait a minute now. I, I, I listen to that too. Oh, you do? I, mean, that, I, that don't, was, I don't listen to music from my time. I don't listen to that was radio. Not, that I was Nat, that was Nat King Cole that that I just played right there, right? No, Malika. Malika, <laughs> <laughs> it was not. <laughs> yes, ma'am. See, Malika, okay. Malika, what instrument did you play? 
what what's it, what now? What instrument play. did you play? Danielle played trumpet, right? Yeah, Danielle Clinton, Mama, I'll play uh, the clarinet. Danielle played the trumpet. You know, I was not into, I'm the singer. I refused to to really learn an instrument so I could read music, but I did the trumpet for a little while, did the drums for a little while, and I gave it all up. <laughs> oh, but you were a drum major, right? Oh, okay. Yes, I thought you were the trumpet player because Tony played the trumpet. That's why I asked. No, that's Danielle. <laughs> wow. And And tonight we have been talking about the situation in Ferguson, and we got oh I'm getting I'm getting a list here. Okay, I'm old. I can't remember. Okay, we got we got Malika on the line. We got Cam I am on the line. We got Angela on the line, and Sean's just kind of hanging out. So uh, and we were kind of discussing it. And before we went to the break, I wanted to kind of get in a different direction. And the protesters that's protesting it, and they, oh, they didn't stop. I told you about eleven thirty. It's gonna kick off. And I don't see I see people pulling masks over their face, but anyway, here's my here's my situation. And and if I you jump in if, if you think I'm I'm not right on this thing. And and anybody listening, we got a lot more callers. I see you out there, three two uh, area code two five three six seven eight. All these other numbers. If you want to get in on the conversation, you got to press one, and that'll let the engineer know that you want to be on the on the show, and then it'll pop up on my board, and then we'll get you on. Um, and if you're that guy that called last week and said they shot him because he was a filthy N-word, please get on. I want to talk to you. But the, this is my thing, and, and the arrest part. Um, okay, everybody's shouting arrest, arrest, arrest. They want Officer Darren Wilson to be arrested. Okay, and they really want this right now. They claim that they're out protesting because they want him arrested right now. Don't wait. Do it now. Are we going to keep doing this? You know, the no justice, no peace. They want justice. Justice to the marches and protesters means arrest Darren Wilson. That's what that means. And then after they arrest him, it'll go from there. Here's my viewpoint on that. And um, I, I, I passionately feel that we rushed like that with George Zimmerman. Let's let the prosecutor investigate this thoroughly. And now it was the prosecutor that's supposed to be bringing this case, but the Department of Justice look, is looking at Allow the prosecutor to investigate and build a case. Don't rush him. And I agree. Uh, I heard this earlier from the uh, Joel Osteen-looking lawyer. Also, <laughs> the thing about it is if – if we're going to continue to threaten people to arrest people, it's going to – and like the same way with um, with with, uh, with George Zimmerman, when they brought the case up, when they finally arrested him, and, and this, they really didn't have their case together, in my opinion. That's why I believe they lost. Let's let them – let's let – look, look. It's in the Justice Department and President Obama talked about it. Uh, the Eric Holder sending uh, 50 million people down there. The FBI is down there. Okay, y'all, it's time to go home. It's time to watch the TV and see see what CNN say. CNN say tomorrow. Don't stand out there creating havoc. We're burn, you're burning your own businesses down. You, you're burning your own houses down. You get tear gas for no reason. Bringing them children out there and then saying my child was out there. I'm not taking my child out there in that mess. I'm not. That's right. You know, they were talking about having a rally in Birmingham. And one of my friends, my neighbor, said, well, I ain't going. And one of the other neighbors said, you need to support them. I'm taking my whole family. I looked at him like, you freaking idiot. 
Why would you take your whole? I mean, I'm not saying it's going to jump off in Birmingham, but look, I can support this this man's cause in the house. You see what I'm saying? So that's one of the major things I have. Don't keep saying arrest, 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 arrest. Let's let all these investigators get as much information as I can. Anybody else agree or disagree? I agree. I agree. Mainly because, you know, Sean brought out some very good points tonight. And also, like Angela said, what happened to that cell phone? Because, Tony, I, I remember that being on Facebook, you know, standing up, and then two seconds later he was laying in the middle of the street and blood was coming out of his head. And also that video cam on that dashboard. You know, let's let the evidence come out. The, general, the attorney general is supposed to come in. Um, like my mom was saying today, I don't understand why these idiots breaking in these beauty supply stores, stealing all this weave and chemicals and Right, right. I don't understand why they're doing that. She said the only thing they're going to do is make taxes go up. Don't they understand that? And then she said, Cam, this fool was on the oh, Lord, I hope he's not listening. I'm calling him a fool. If he did, I'll say more before I take it back. He's on there talking about he can't find a job. She said, don't they, don't they, they realize that it's even going to be harder now for them to find jobs? Because these people, they're angrier now than they were two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. So they really not going to want to have no black folk now. Mm-hmm. Because sadly, because of what they're doing now, taxes are going to go up. The children have missed two weeks of school. Okay, this is Missouri. So you know because of weather, because of all the snow, they're going to have snow days. So that's going to even put their father back behind. We're just not thinking. We understand that, yes, the young man was killed. He was shot down like a dog in the middle of the street. And then I talk about what Jeremiah said. Y'all know I have to go biblical. Jeremiah said in the book of Jeremiah that because women don't wear, when y'all get a chance, y'all look it up yourself. I'm not going to give you the book or the chapter. He said that when women don't wear, that young men will be killed in the streets like dogs. And if it's not happening, y'all, right now, the Bible is fulfilling itself. Mm. He said, hey, I don't care where y'all go. If y'all move out of the city, I'll come under your windows and get you. It's happening right now. Young men are being killed in the city like dogs, in the streets like dogs. Because we're not doing, we we thinking that it's a race thing. The, the white guy said on Facebook today, I don't know if he was real or not, but he said it's about justice. It's not about race to me. It's all about justice. Does anyone agree with that? I, I agree with it. I do. Yeah, I absolutely agree. It's it's about justice. And, and we, this America that we live in, until we all come to the conclusion that any life, is worth uh, uh, remaining on this earth, any life, not just a black life, right. white life, whatever, when we can remove, we haven't been able to remove that color from it. You, uh, a black life, a white life was lost, a black life was lost. Any life, any any life, we, we, we are not there yet. We have not arrived. Now, now who was that? That's that, right. That, Malik, that Malika, you said that? That was that was Angela. Angela, but Angela, check this out, and and I and and I mean, I'm I'm serious about this. I'm really serious. Okay. I, it sounds like I'm joking, but I'm not. 
And and these okay. these statistics, I'll say them again, came from the Children's Defense okay. Fund on the internet. Um, it, it it said something that I thought was profound. It said that, and and I've said this about a hundred times. From when, when Trayvon was shot and killed, to the time George Zimmerman was said guilty, not guilty. There were 11,000 young black men killed by other young black men. I got somebody in the chat room now that says, well, and I'm going to bring him on because it looks like he's got the, uh, 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 he's on now. I'm going to bring him on in just a minute. That that it's not it's about the power of being a police officer. Okay, so this case, it was about the power of being a police officer. That's why people are mad. Okay, well, look at it like this then. We're out protesting. We, the violence needs to stop. We, Our black males are dying. That's what they're saying. All of our black men are dying. Our black males are getting killed. Well, check this out. What about them 11,000 that died? It's like, oh, if they weren't killed by a cop or if they weren't killed by a white person, then we can table that and we can wait till somebody get killed of importance by somebody in power or somebody that's a, of a different race. And, I, and I, I'm like telling you, I don't understand that. Yeah, I, it's just but, like what we're talking about here with Michael Brown. Uh, we, we, when we start talking about the convenience store and, and the murder and the execution, in my mind, it's, it's two separate things that need to, to be dealt with separately. And so I, I, I think every time this happens, it, every time this happens, we get this deflection to... The issue at hand now, what we're talking about now is Michael Michael Brown. What we are supposed to be taking care of before a Michael Brown incident is this black-on-black crime. We're supposed right. to be taking care of that. It's, it's, in my mind, it's separate. It's, it's, there's, there's something that happened in Ferguson, period. But this black-on-black crime is something we're supposed to be taking care of before this Ferguson, this whole Ferguson thing. And so we can't deflect from Ferguson, um, from Ferguson talking about the black-on-black crime, but we're supposed to be handling it at the same time. Hmm. That's interesting. Well, yeah. yeah, yeah. And you know, I'm gonna bring I'm gonna bring this person on, but the the problem that. And I got three or four people texting me at the same time. I'm sorry. The problem that that I'm having with this whole thing, as, as far as it relates to the the race, and and the title of the show tonight was actually, is this is this uh, is this police problem, a race problem? And the gentleman in the in the chat room said, well, it, it could be both. And I agree with that. But yeah. we're focusing on the police at the same time. The police brutality is horrible. Trust me, it's a monster. I mean, it's uh, it, it's it's deep. I mean, within itself, black, white, Puerto Rican, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Police brutality in itself. It, this state, this thing about what they're doing with the the fatigues and 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 different things of that nature, it's deep. It don't get me wrong. It's right. deep in the mentality. But at the same time, I'm wondering that doesn't really come into play until something like this happens. And right. if it, yeah, it, yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It, it it doesn't really come into play until something like this we happens. We should have been handling, that's my point, we should have been handling this black-on-black crime thing all along before a Ferguson comes along. We're supposed to be handling this black-on-black crime thing. And so when a Ferguson come along, comes along, we can focus on this Ferguson thing. There is something going on in Ferguson. Uh, there, the, 67 to 70% uh, uh, black city, and you have 
uh, 50 cops, three of the 50 cops, three of them are black, and then you got a tank in your backyard. You're already waiting on stuff pop out. Why do you why do you have a tank in AR? What police hmm. has a tank, a tank in the backyard with and, and, and equipped with AR? Wow. Well, let, let me do this. Uh, we're kind of getting close to time, so I'm going to bring on the chat room call. I tried to get a name, but I couldn't get a name. This you, uh, I'm going to bring you on. You're ending in one 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 one. So. I am going to open the lines up. Welcome to the Soul of America Radio. Well, thank you for having. Yeah, thank you for having me, sir. My name is Naj, by the way. So if you oh, wanted me Naj. to add okay. the name, All there right. you go. All right. Yeah. Okay. I guess we can get into some of the things you guys were talking about. I came on late, so I've, I've missed the majority of the conversation. But I'll try to, you know, what I mean, catch up with you guys. Uh, okay. First things first. When you speak about black on black crime, as the Legend Dick Gregory says there's no such thing. All crimes are proximity crimes, meaning you kill kill where you live. Wow. You kill people close to you because those right. are the people who make you mad enough to kill them. If you go to China today, the Chinese are being killed by Chinese. You go to Japan, they're being killed by Japanese. You go to white areas, white people are killed by white people. Uh, you can look up those stats for any group of people and you'll find the same thing. Proximity crimes. It's not about... Uh, what you are. Black people aren't killing black people because they're black. They're killing somebody because they have a problem with them and they live close enough for them to touch them. Uh, now, getting into this Ferguson stuff. Now, this this is a big this is a big issue, and I think people are missing the major point of it. The major point is not whether this officer uh, is found guilty or not guilty. The main point of this is. Police cams uh, cams are put on every officer, so we need to see every interaction they have with citizens so we know arrests or beatings don't occur uh, that aren't justified or, well, not, not, not that beatings could ever be justified, but you know what I mean. And then the second part of this is you have to change the whole demographics. Ferguson is 68% black. The police force is 94% white. That should be illegal. That should not happen in any city in America. And I tell you right now, you will not find a white city where, where you have a black police force to that extent monitoring That's white true. people or policing white people. So that right. has to be changed. You have to get people who kind of represent that area and are uh, a lot closer to the people than what this police force is. This is a Mickey Mouse police force who has bungled this operation at every chance and it's just gotten worse and worse and worse as the days have gone by because they weren't transparent. They couldn't they didn't have any credibility with the community because the community's already dealt with them. That's why this was this was just uh, the straw that broke the camel's back and people reacted the way they did. If this police force was respected and had credibility, then people would have taken their word for it and it wouldn't have uh, turned into this big uh, protests where people are coming in from all over the country to stand with these folks. So I, I'm proud to see all these uh, young youth out there protesting in order in an orderly fashion and writing up what they actually want as far as their demands. Now, as far as the street element, the criminal element that's coming into the city and looting stores and stealing and doing things like that, of course I'll denounce that. Of course I'll never support that. But I do got to say, when I watch the news, I don't see them showing the protesters blocking uh, the the looters from getting into a couple of stores. Amen. I don't see them. Oh, go ahead, ma'am. No, I was amen. <laughs> oh, 
Oh, my, my bad, my bad. <laughs> I guess it got <laughs> to me for a second. But I, I, I don't see the news media covering this thing in totality. We're seeing journalists get press passes snatched from them. We're seeing them get tear gas. Look, protesting is the highest form a, a citizen can take when he says, look, I'm not happy with this administration. I'm willing to stand out here and put my life on the line to get change. And if people are willing to do that with knowing what they were facing, uh, government vehicles, tanks through the streets, tear gas everywhere. If people are willing to face that, knowing what's going on, that means there is seriously something wrong at bottom. And this needs to be fixed. And it's not just in Ferguson. We have this same situation all over the country, uh, a city where there were no murders this year except for Michael Brown right now. That was the first murder of the year in Ferguson. Now, how crazy is that? Wow. Yes, well, let me ask you this. These people are unruly. Oh, go ahead, sir. Let me ask you this. With, with, with what's going on there, um, it's gaining national and, in some cases, international attention. I think, although the protesting might be uh, uh, a good thing, uh, although it, it did work in the, uh, in, in the 60s, a peaceful protest, I, I really think it's beginning the, with the social media and the news we have now, when, when I, I, I'm a, I was in the 60s. I'm old, I'm old, I'm old. But when I was in the 60s, we didn't have this element of a CNN that could tell us all the time what was going on all over the world. And it was that one day, that bloody Sunday, that the cameras were there, that people saw what went on, and then things changed. But, the, but it was a similar situation, but we weren't looting and rioting at that time. Well, it seems to me, that this is now, uh, the police undoubtedly uh, cannot shut that town down uh, uh, at, at a certain time because they come out, they, they loot, and they take them to jail. We're going through a cycle now. Well, my thing is, this is actually, in my opinion, the protest is fine, but it's beginning to draw the attention away. And, and in so many ways, you said that yourself, because what we are focusing on now is the bad element of it. I think the protesting is good, but I still believe we can do it at another level. We, we could do it in the churches. We could do it through letters to a, a congressman to change some of the laws. But but the government is already involved. He's already sent down the FBI. We've already got the Department of Justice involved. We've already sent more investigators down. I still right, say, but but you, but you have to ask yourself why ahead. is all that happening? That that's because of the protest. That's why they're getting those the fast action that they're getting now because they're out there protesting. I, I honestly it, think, man, honestly, I think it's because of the – it didn't happen until this new evidence came out from the autopsy, though, if you really think about it. It really did. That, that's when the government that's picked what? up its, its case when that evidence came out from the family. That's when they said, we're doing a third autopsy. But yeah, but, but beyond right. the autopsy, though, you're talking about a governor calling for federal help because he can't handle it and his police officers don't have the respect that normal police officers have in that city. So, I mean, that, that right. goes back right. to the protest. When you get out in the street and protest, you are saying this is an illegitimate uh, force that is supposed to be policing us. We don't respect them. Once that happens, they have to act in some way. This police force is not that sophisticated, so the only thing they know how to act with is force. So every time they step up, they come with force. They step up again, they bring force. And the news media, main, mainstream media, we all know they can't be trusted. That's why they're given the narrative of the looting. That's the only thing that they're concerned with is the looting. But if you get on social media, you'll see the journalists who are there who are putting up live stream cams, 
and all of the young people across the nation and across the world are watching the live cameras, and they're seeing for their own eyes what is going on. They're not taking the news media story for, for what they're trying to give, because right now all they want to tell us is about looting. They don't want to tell us about the protesters. There are people down there right now who are, I mean, significant African Americans in this country who've led protests and, and organized things in other cities, and they've gone down to Ferguson, and the major news stream media doesn't want to show you those people. Uh, they're right. being arrested and tear gas right along with the right. citizens. They tear gas two senators down here. Oh, yeah, about that. Let me say this, young man. Please don't understand. Please understand that we're not against protesting. We're from Selma, Alabama, where protesting started. So we we understand. You know, you you're talking to some people that took over a school in the in the 90s and protested to make sure that our children weren't trapped. So we understand protesting. My point about the protesting is, after the protesting, what what happens next? Well, you keep pushing for what you want. Like I said, they have their community demands up already online. You can kind of read through them and see what they want. All of the demands seem uh, seem like things that could be accomplished. There's nothing pie in the sky there. So as long as they're pushing for that, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, they're doing the right thing. I'm Like I said, I'm proud of these kids for what they're doing and the adults who are down there as well. But this 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 whole thing has to change. We can't have – police forces who are predominantly white policing black people in cities. We can't have things like that because it doesn't go on anywhere else, and we need our respect like other people do. Now, when you bring up the negative side, uh, you bring up somewhere like Queensbridge, New York, where there was a, I, I want to say it was a 100,000-person uh, occupied uh, public housing, and only 200 people voted in a few of the elections they had up there. Now, when you start talking about things like that, then you start to see why you have a black population with the majority white uh, public officials. And that's something that we have to to fix. And to go back to that black-on-black crime thing that I I hate when people say that word, black-on-black crime, as as y'all can probably guess. But another thing people need to understand is there are over 200 organizations fighting every day against that mm-hmm. kind of crime. All you have to do is sign up and join with them and go and, and do your part, and you can help with it. This is not a thing to where people are ignoring it. It's going on every day. Well, well let me ask you this. Now, where are they fighting at? Who is that? Where? I mean, the, you're the saying I'll give you a few because I, I happen to have it up on my computer. They're the parishioners on patrol. They're in Saginaw, Michigan. There's the Dory Miller Housing Development Group. They're in Gary, Indiana. There is the Fort Greene Palm Sunday Missionary Group. They're in Brooklyn. Uh, th- those are that's four that I just named okay. right here just by pulling it up just online. So there there is a group in your state and hopefully in your city that is fighting against violent crime in the inner city. Just join the group, do your part, and and once you do that. That's all you can do as a human being, man. You can just do your part. You can't fix something with a magic wand tomorrow and say it's over, but you can, you know, contribute to it. And there are people out there doing that work. Hold that thought. I got something I want to ask you. We really pressed on time. I'm going to do this quick break and come back. I got one more question for you, and then we're going to wrap it up. Can you hang on just through the break, um, Najee? Yes, sir. Okay, we'll be right back after this. You listen to the Soul of America Radio. Don't go nowhere. This is the Soul 
of America Radio. Hey, if you're listening via the internet, you're probably seeing some advertisements all over the place. Click on one of those advertisements, please, because they do help us and keep us to be able to bring you the best in soulful talk radio. Thank you very much, and click on those advertisements. Hey, America, check this out. Every Monday night, 9 o'clock Eastern, 8 o'clock p.m. Central Time, you get to check out J.R. Thicklin with Hope and Healing, A Journey to Wholeness, which deals with the subject of domestic violence and abuse. Join Jay every Monday night right here on the Soulful Talk Radio, the one and only SOAR. If you're listening via internet and you want to speak to the host, please dial 323-784-9638 and press 1 to be connected to the host. This is the Soul of America Radio. listening to Tony Stallings on the Soul of America Radio. There's a spark of magic in your eyes. All the way. All the way. I'm pressing on time. Okay, thank you. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Soul of America Radio. We've been talking about this um, this situation in Ferguson tonight, and let me see. Let me, let me wrap it up. We got Naja. We got Angela. We got Cam. We got Malika. And some, that's it, right? <laughs> On the line right now. I got to give a good question to uh, Naja. Thank you. You've been a good call, by the way. Right. But let me lay this yeah. on you. Do, you. do you think, based on what we've all seen, that they're going to er- arrest, do you think they're going to end up arresting Darren Wilson, the cop that fired the, the lethal shots? Yeah, they're, they're going to arrest him. But, of course, they're always worried about lawsuits, so they're going to take their time, cross their T's, and dot their I's before they do it. But, yeah, I think he, we will see him on trial at, a, at some point. And will he go to jail or will he get off? I don't know. I can't even make a guess like that when we're talking about an inflamed situation like this. But uh, we will see a trial. And the networks will make money running the hell out of that thing like they did the OJ trial. Oh, yeah, they're going to oh, wear that out. And one more question, one more quick question. And be honest, speak from the heart. Had that mm-hmm. been another black team that shot, Michael Johnson, would we be all into this thing like we are now? Well, Michael Brown. Uh, Michael Brown, but, I'm sorry, yeah. Right, right. But, no, it, it wouldn't be nearly as big as far as uh, what's going on. But that's because a police has authority. A policeman has authority. He has a badge. He has certification from the state. That's not the same as just a violent crime between two people who have an argument or, or you know, tensions rise or whatever happens. That's a regular citizen. But if you don't have respect or due process from your police force in your city, then you really don't have your rights as a citizen. So that's it's a much bigger issue and has to be treated as such. Okay, the cop well. who killed Hello? He still hasn't been arrested. Who is that now? No, the, the cop who choked Eric Garner to death in New York, he still hasn't right. been arrested. 
So, I mean, you're right. We're seeing a nationwide thing, and I, I just want to add real quick, since you Go guys ahead. are down there in Selma and somebody brought up Sunday, Bloody Sunday, please look up the great Jimmy Lee Jackson. Uh, he's the reason James Orange came down there with SCLC to march and protest in Selma. Uh, Jimmy Lee Jackson was tried to protect his mother from the police hitting her, and he was shot twice no. in the stomach, and the police took him to jail and booked him, not to the hospital. And he died, and that was how you you got the protest started that you did in Selma, Alabama. Yeah, yeah, he was shot by a state trooper. Yeah, very, very, very aware. Hey, thanks. We don't have to know. We know. <laughs> <laughs> right, y'all down there, so y'all know. Other people don't know, but yeah, yeah y'all know. Okay, and, and Miss Miss Booker, uh, Cam Reverend Booker's wife was Lee Jackson's nurse. Right. Mm. Hey, Naj, thanks for the call, man. I'm glad you said your name before I tried to read it because I, I wouldn't have pronounced it right. So I'm, I'm glad you said it before I actually uh, 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 pronounced it. But, hey, man, call back. Uh, check us out. Uh, keep uh, uh, tabs on us. I'd love to have you back. Uh, good call. And, oh, we'll do um, that. Thank you so much, young man, for all the information. Thank you. Yes. Oh, yeah, he, he, he brought it out. He really did. Um, and yeah. it's good. Good to let some young folk, younger, younger folks talk, because everybody don't hear young except me, right? But I think tonight we covered a lot of ground, and I did want to say, I wanted to add something. We got about five minutes. I wanted to add that we need to be educating our kids. I said this last time. We need to sit down with our teenagers, because even though he did bring out, uh, uh, Naj brought out a good, uh, good point about it being authority, I still say that we need to educate our kids on how to deal with this authority. How to how to relate yes, to him? I, I tell my son he's 19. I said, look, if they say something to you improper, agree with them, but ask to speak to their supervisor. Don't come back with no right. mouth because they're gonna knock you in the head, put you on the ground, call for backup, put their knee in your back, cuffs on your hand, and take you straight to jail. And that's just that's Absolutely. the sad part about it. They can exercise that authority. So to some yes. extent, I think we need to educate our children. I'm going to ask each one of you to be about, maybe give me about 45 seconds. I'm going to start with Malika since she's quiet and ask her, what do you think we can do? What do you Give, give about 45 seconds. What do you think we can do to help our kids in this thing? Uh, what would you tell them? What advice would you give them? Um, I would say um, raise them how I was raised. <laughs> uh, teach them how to show respect to their elders, first of all, and also teach them how to respect themselves. Because you can't can't expect somebody on the outside to respect you if you don't respect yourself. So I would say the training starts at home. If you teach your children how to act at home, they they'll know how to act when they leave outside the home. And then we can avoid different situations like this. And if, you know, if we as if we as black people could come together and you know ensure a united front instead of continuing to kill each other and to down each other, then things just might start to turn around for us as a people. Wow, that's powerful. I appreciate that. Angela, what you think? Um, I, I could say everything Malika just said, but I <laughs> respect respect authority, and that does start in the home. It really does. But also teach them how to calmly speak in a, in a situation that may be hostile, to calmly speak and let somebody else speak. I, I always tell my son, you cannot handle the police. Your dad and I handle the police. You don't handle the police. You say yes, sir, or yes, ma'am, until you get your mom and dad on that phone. That's what you, you cannot handle the police. And he, he knows it. He knows it. He knows it. We, we tell him all the time that it's not your place to handle the police. That's true. You, you definitely got to know 
how to communicate with them and how to communicate with people in general. Cam, what about you? I, I, I agree with Melissa and Angela. Uh, as parents, we have to teach our children how to respect authority, and it has to start at a very young age. And also, comes to police officers, whether whether you know females or males, but especially males, when they're being stopped, we have to teach them. You know, put your hands on the dashboard when they stop you. Say yes, sir. Say no, sir. Say yes, ma'am. Say yes, ma'am. And do exactly what they ask you to do. Also, now that we do have cell phones, if you're being stopped, go ahead and put that cell phone on record. That's what I do. So if situations like this come up, you'll have something to back you up if something happens. It is imperative as parents that we teach our young people that we support them when they're right, and that, like Angela say, you you can't handle the police. I also teach my daughter, you don't handle adults. You let me handle them. You respect them, and as long as you're right, I'm going to stand with you. Wow, that's true. And, you know, and and to piggyback on that, uh, if you do happen to film a police officer and he tells you to put the camera down, put it down, you may have certain laws that protect you, but if he tells you to do it, go ahead and do it. And then that's later right. on you can, you can ask for a lieutenant or a sergeant and you can get that cleared up. But go ahead and respect his orders and what he says. Hey, look, guys, it's been a great call. I had to mute everybody because we had some background noise. Angela, uh, Malika, uh, even Naj, y'all, it's a great night tonight. I hope that somebody listening tonight learned something. I'm going to replay this show tomorrow around lunchtime. Man, I, y'all make me want to do this again. I'm going to keep my eye on CNN and we're going to see what's up. Cam, you got any final words? We got about... I love you guys. Thank you so much for your support, Angela, always. And Malika, thank you so much. And we love you, too. And they're muted. But, hey, guys, thanks a lot. And uh, if if the lights are off in the stadium, if the parking lot is empty, if the school board says you have lost, but if God says you won, then things are going to turn around. And I want you to keep soaring. And thanks a lot for joining us. Keep checking us out to see when we're going to do this again. All right, take care, peace, and what? Whoa.